Hi, you're tuning into New Life Vietnam. Today's message by Pastor Lop is O oh, Sluggard from Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 to 11. All right, ladies and gentlemen, please uh, make yourself comfortable. And uh, we're going to continue with the uh, book of Proverbs. And this year, as I shared, if you're new in our, in our church, uh, we're going to take, uh, you know, alternate between the book of Acts and the book of Proverbs. And, um, you know, this, um, this message, um, as a parent, uh, you know, sometimes before I say something, I have to make sure my sons uh, know that I love them, right? So as a pastor, I say, I love you. I love you all. Right, because uh, this message is going to be many oops, and you know, and one of the conversation that we have, you have with me in the last several weeks and months, uh, is not about is not about your, my personal attack to you. This is just the word of God, right? I am the messenger, so don't shoot the messenger. Okay, I am the messenger, bringing the word of God to you for your own digestion and for your own good and for your own reflection. And uh, last week we already talked the first portion of chapter six. Talk about, you know, the uh, guarantor's loan and we do not do it. Uh, God has the best wisdom for us. And then the, um, we talk about, you know, when we uh, trap, that we need to know how to get out. And the simplest, the best way is to flee, is to bet the uh, creditor uh, to get out. So some of you, uh, some of you uh, echo and related uh, that, you know, with your very practical life uh, situation. And if that's you, and that's the best way to do. Now, there might be some connection as the flow of the author of Proverbs. Um, it could be Solomon, it could be others, uh, but this is where that it kind of leads to this passage, talk about, you know, sluggers. So those of you who are um, not native speaker, that this is about, talk about lazy bone, lazy person. And, uh, you know, poetically we call lazy bones. And if you really have another term called, um, uh, indolence uh, or it's uh, slothfulness uh, so uh, if the uh, the animal slot you haven't seen the animal slot you have to go and see it it some of you say it's very cute and uh, probably uh, but this is the imagine this uh, again let me re uh, <coughs> reiterate it that uh, the book of Proverbs is not just a dry uh, instruction it's about relationship everything that you read in the Bible even the ugly story is all of uh, you know, nasty stuff there is about uh, telling us that this story happened in real life and uh, have been recorded for us to know. Uh, and you can see that as a God's love letter, the Holy Scripture, and then uh, that, that for us to know that none of the people in the Bible recorded are perfect, including all of us and only the perfect one is Jesus Christ. And <coughs> this one... Um, the term laziness, slothfulness, and uh, or indolence or procrastination, the um, idleness, I will use interchangeably. Okay, and uh, it's a kind of overarching uh, the pack. Um, let me read for us the um, the scripture that um, that we must. Um, hold true and dear to our heart regardless how difficult it is. And so please turn to Proverbs chapter 6. Proverbs chapter 6 verse... Uh, uh, there you go. Okay, if you have your own Bible, you can read or you can follow the screen. I'm reading here from the ESV version. Uh, verse 6, Go to the end, O sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepare her, her bread in summer and gather her food in harvest. How long will you lie there, O sluggard, when you will rise, arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber. And want and and want you like an armed man. Now I just want to um, give you some um, psychological kind of an angle uh, to um, synonymous term and but these uh, this animal this uh, 
uh, this thing that they live in this under the same roof. Uh, they will share the common room, and sometimes they sneak out. They see the commonality, and sometimes they go back to uh, their own room. So the analogy is: these are three uh, animals and three area, three three type of um, the Bible kind of lump sum together. It's called sluggers or laziness, lazy bone. So next slide, please. Um, uh, oh, there's a. Um, I thought there's a the, the slide of. Um, the way I, I show you in the slide. Can you download it again? Oh, sure. There's a one slide that it's uh, before that. It's laziness. So anyway, I tell you, those are three things. Laziness, procrastination, and idleness. Okay? Uh, psychologically, they kind of um, put in overlapping category, uh, but it's all kind of, um, you know, all together. Uh, the Bible view it, right? So laziness is when one's motivation to spare oneself effort is bigger than one's motivation to do the right or the expecting things. So a, a lazy person will uh, have uh, not enough motivation um, to do certain thing, the right thing, or an expecting thing. So because there is a lack of effort, because if you things that 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 not to do is bigger than what to do. Um, you will get it. You can relate to your personal experience. When something that you're supposed to do but you don't want to do, uh, or the right thing to do, then you feel like a bit lazy. I don't want to do it, right? And then the second um, discipline is procrastination. Procrastination is to procrastinate is to postpone a task in a favor of other tasks. Okay? To postpone a task in a favor of other tasks. Which, though perceived as easier or more pleasurable, are typically less important or urgent. So certain things, the, the procrastinator will delay the things that they view as a bit difficult, as a bit, will not bring their pleasure, will not bring them convenience. So they put that aside to do later, and they will enjoy the things that they like to do best. It happened across from uh, student to uh, adulthood and to even senior. I mean, for student, instead of taking half an hour to do the assignment, they will rather delay that later to watching a movie, a YouTube, and to serve TikTok or other things, and hoping the task will complete it later. But usually, they pay a higher price uh, in pain because they delay the pain. So procrastinator will delay the pain and do it later, but usually the cost is higher. Okay, are you still with me? Uh, idle, idleness is, um, is to be idle is not to be doing anything. Meaning like you're doing nothing, but, but how does psychologically put in difficulty? Like to be idle is to be, to be not doing anything. And, and this could be um, because you are lazy, uh, but it could also be because you do not know, do not have anything to do. I mean, like, I don't know, I don't have anything to do. And uh, are temporarily unable to do it. Maybe you got sick or you, 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 don't, you don't feel you want to do it. Or perhaps you have already done it and uh, resting or recuperating, right? So idleness is, um, is somewhat, is can be, uh, it, it can be viewed as, as, as a time of, of good to rest. But the Bible also lumps on this one in the view of, of you know, sluggish and laziness. Only the psychological part that see that it might can be a little bit of good, uh, but oftentimes it's been romanticized. Um, the Italian that they almost can make anything fashionable, and they have a term called, uh, you know, it's a phrase, is, uh, this is a phrase I learned, it's new for me, it's called um, doise fa niente. Doise mean uh, sugar, sweet. Uh, fa niente mean like it's sweet to do nothing. It's sweet to do nothing. Niente mean nothing. 
And so, uh, if you, um, this is a lifestyle in Italy where, uh, I mean, of course, in Spain, they have siesta, meaning like, you know, they snooze after lunch and, uh, you know, they came to Vietnam, they really like it because we also have siesta. And so, um, they have, I don't know, maybe they close office around 12 noon lunch and then all the way to 4 p.m. and then, you know, they go out and then, you know, they work a bit and then dinner and then, you know, all the way to midnight, late dinner, right? Uh, so the, the Italian that, that they, um, actually they just lifestyle, like say they just slow down. They, it's sweet to do nothing. Dolce, fa niente. They just maybe have a, a cup of coffee and enjoy the moment. Um, for, for, uh, for, for us as a biblical perspective, the Lord uh, uh, asked us to do it, encourage, but it's called rest. It's called rest. Rest is today require a lot of effort. Very strange. Because uh, the psychology uh, uh, analysis helped us to understand idleness is that by human nature, fallen human nature, we are going automatically to idleness. We just don't want to do anything. But the other part of us want to feel that gap. For example, uh, if you see in Vietnam, people cannot wait for 30 seconds for the traffic light, the red light. It's because they cannot, it's so painful to be doing nothing. So they'd rather move a little bit over the red light, waiting a few seconds going to pass. Now, over other country, if you're driving a car, if you look at Google Map, and this is probably the shortest way, but because you see the traffic, you rather take the longer route rather than wait there is maybe calculate maybe five minutes, seven minutes extra, but you feel such a long time because uh, the mind tells us that we'd rather doing something than just wait. That's why everything instant sell well. Instant noodle, instant everything. Because our psychology, we cannot take idleness. And because we have to do something. Now, if uh, those who are in advertising industry and marketing guru and genius, you know how to deploy people idleness. Uh, bus stop, they put in advertising there because people are waiting for the bus. You have to read it because the psychology said that it's something that I, I can I, I, I you know I can, I cannot be idle. I just read something. This day they put TV LCD in the elevator because you have to look at it. Psycho if you don't train to resist, your eye will fix to it. And then the, in likely most in Asia, Southeast Asian country and other country, almost every public space they will compete for your eyesight. They will draw attention, traffic light, and even you look up in the sky, it's supposed to be nothing there, but you still have an effort, especially at nighttime. Right? You look at the sky, and there's some show, they flash the light, they do all kinds of stuff. Technology will advance and will occupy the idea of all the marketing guru and genius is to occupy the top of your mind. So when you in need, you will instantly think of that product, just in case you didn't know, okay? Because you can't tolerate idleness. So the marketing and the advertising deploy that human weaknesses in psychology to make you live. So if I'm not careful, even at my building, I have to resist to look at the screen. Otherwise, my eyes always fixed there. Because waiting for 30 seconds of uh, the, the lift. So you, we have to train ourselves now, look. And in other part of Europe, um, uh, perhaps they have more restriction and rule in advertising, so it's minimal, it's, it's kind of minimized, right? It's size and the public square and all of that, but still in subway, right? Still in subway, still all of that. So I, to idleness is that is there um, a tendency that we, we ultimately you know, want to be idle, but then our, another mechanism say we have to do something. Now, in the Bible, we call restlessness, which means that you don't know how to rest. And by the way, restlessness is by default. All of us, we always feel a degree of restlessness. 
This is why to learn to trust in the Lord and to feel restful is requires certain spiritual discipline together with the trust that the word that, that the word of the Lord is for us is sufficient and trust in him. Are you still with me? A bit of silence. No oops yet, right? Um, so that's it. Um, I want to make some connection here because the laziness and the procrastination are similar. They both involve lack of motivation. But unlike lazy person, a procrastinator aspires and intend to complete a task. Moreover, does eventually complete it, but it just at a higher cost later. So all procrastinator will eventually complete the task, but longer and usually cost more. They have to pay the fine in late paying the, let's say, utility bill. Electricity, they, okay, never mind, delay, delay, delay until they got a fine and they will pay it. Procrastinator needs a very uh, strong hand of discipline. Otherwise, they continue to procrastinate the rest of their life. Right? The Bible offers us a better picture. That uh, it's like, you know, um, God calls us, hey, daughter and son, let's go for a walk in the park. Let's go for a walk in the, um, you know, in the forest. I will show you the ants. Oh, it's lucky. And come and consider the way of the ants. Uh, even non-believers, they will learn many life lessons in nature. Right? You watch Discovery Channel, Net Geo, Animal Planet, all many life lessons there, even they don't know the creator. Huh? I mean, those who made documentary. Uh, but for us, the Bible is, you know, this is way beyond, be, before, you know, the discovery. The Lord made creation this way that it's okay. You don't get it, I will take you to the end. The smallest creature, I mean, in, uh, on, the, on, the, on the forest, and then here's that you consider her way. Are you still with me? Or you want Deutsche Paniente? <laughs> you want doing the? You want to have a sweet to do nothing? Um, the Bible tells us here, and um, <coughs> consider her way. And verse seven says, without having any chief, without having anyone to look over you. Most of uh, management theories always believe that without leaders, people will be unruly. And that is true with human nature. That's why you need leaders. That's why you need CEO. That's why you need a middle management. It's a buffer between you know, the workforce and the management and the CEO and the leaders. Because by nature, human rebellious and lazy and they don't do things they are agreed to do, which is the work contract, which is the work job description. They forgot about job description. They should print out in front of you. You fulfill your job description without the need of any middle management to push you, to pull you, to incite you, to entice you. You don't need the sweet sugar coated to make you do something that you have agreed. As a Christian, you should look carefully at your job description and do exactly just that or even beyond going extra mile. A lot of employers uh, reported that Christian is a bit more lazier than other non-Christian in the workplace. This is not good. Yeah, you're still with me. And so... Um, Having any, no, no chief, no ruler, no officers. It means nobody shout over you, no, no camera surveillance needed because that the ant have the fear of the Lord that this is, I'm made of, I'm an ant. And I supposed to what? To prepare bread in summer and I gather food in harvest. Which means that work in season, out season. The season of prepared bread summer and then this gather and harvest. If we understand the nature of our creation, you will be at rest and you will be in joy immensely. God creation and the relationship with the creator. Sometimes we struggle because we mess up the system. 
We sleep wherein is the harvest. And we harvest when supposed to be rest. And God give us Monday to Saturday to work. And the Sunday. Now, the, the Old Testament is Saturday. But after the resurrection becomes Sunday. And then Sunday to rest. To enjoy God's presence with the fellowship, the body. And if you try to jam up many things on your Sunday list, to-do list, you rob yourself the blessing and the rest that God desires for you. Are you still with me? But in fact, it's related because you think that I work so hard on during the week. You, you cannot stay idle or do nothing on Sunday. So you have to put in more because you feel the certain insecurity in you that if I do nothing, I'm worth nothing. That's the world tell you that your worth and your value based on what you do, but not who you are in Christ. The Bible teaches us that your worth and your value is in who you are in Christ and not what you do. So to rest is to be blessed and just enjoy. Even you're doing nothing. In Bible, we call it quiet time. We call it uh, the other word called solitude. The reason today that yoga is so popular because even Christians buy in the yoga because they do not practice the simple thing, solitude. Rest in God. To just be in God's presence. Enjoy the moment. Wake up in the morning. If you were early, you can see the sunrise. If enjoy the work of the, the farmer doing harvest of the bean on the cup to your coffee and enjoy and appreciate and give thanks or tea, whatever you want, or breakfast. You don't know, you and I lost the art of being slow down. I'm not talking about laziness. In fact, the one who really fruitful or you call the world productive is the one who know how to rest. The, um, probably you know the CEO, um, Jack Welch of uh, uh, GE General, um, uh, what is it, GE? Yeah, GE Company. And he has a moment called, uh, he called it idle uh, time, which is uh, look over the window time. It's just about an hour, look over the windows and do nothing. Just Deutsche Valiente. As a, a Christian, we don't do the, um, the yoga thing empty, right? We go, what you do? You're empty, emptiness. We don't want to reach emptiness. We want to reach the fulfillment of God's word and presence. <laughs> we, want, we want our mind to fill with God's word and his presence, his love and his peace. We don't want to empty that. What we want to empty like Christ, we empty our selfishness and our ego. We want to decrease you know, our ego and increase Christ in us. But we, know that we don't go to practice the emptiness. Even Christian not have no idea and say, yeah, we go yoga. We call Christian yoga. I mean, I read Bible while I do this, so, you know. I mean, no offense to those who practice yoga, right? But if you mistaken the philosophy behind yoga, you have no idea what it's what's for. Those who came from India know it's an act of worship the gods. We have the almighty God. Our worship is what? Worshiping in truth and in spirit. Meditate your word day and night. Fill our mind with God's word and fill our soul with his spirit. The body, soul, the mind, the will and emotion with the word of God. And then the others continue. It's a kind of a call wake up. Remember, it's not, it's both a rebuke and both it's a loving rebuke. Like, hey, oh slucker, it's my son, my daughter. I know that's your natural tendency. But come on, wake up. Will you, will, will you lie there, oh slucker? Will, will you arise from your sleep? Nothing to do wrong with sleep, okay? And this is, this is the message not about you have to work 24-7. It's the opposite. Does mean that you will work and then you will rest. You will learn the end way. 
and you, if you watch carefully, the ends, right? Maybe there's some time they had some rest because they run around, and then suddenly you will see some ants just sitting there. And maybe sensing, sensing, and then begin to move this way, and they have connected. Uh, the ants maybe they have a cup of coffee and have fellowship with someone. So they go this way, and they, they talk, 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 and then they go back. And then, of course, they will have the chemical, uh, you know, trace, so that all they can follow the trace. So if you mess up the ant, you just clear it, all the traces, and put some smell on the divert different way, right? So if you really want to learn lesson in my uh, in the book here, if you haven't watched the documentary on ant colonies or ants, really, worth watching it because a lot many interesting insight about the ants. That's why the Bible says go to the ants and learn. And so a lot of interesting about how the ant community works and structure and they hard working but they're still enjoying probably if you can do a, you know, a microscope, probably smiling, running, enjoy feel, and they clean out, you know, the, the, the leaves, and, and by the way, the ant very strong, you know, so the size of the thing they carry can be 10 times. It, it, it's the, the, the most, uh, you know, strongest uh, weight lifter in the world, because it's carry the, the whole leaf bigger than their size, and they just go, and they're and hardworking, know how to work in season, out of season, and here's just a summary for us, the harmony. They don't need no middle management. They work in harmony. They don't fight. The reason you have manager because the employee fight. The reason you have policy because they don't respect each other. They need policy. Because human nature. The ant need no policy. The ant work in unity. They love each other. You are ant. Yeah, you black, you yellow, you red. No problem. We're going to carry together. <laughs> the ants humble. Hey, um, today, any, you carry anything? Nothing. I'm just doing nothing. <laughs> and a little bit. Oh, the other guys just carry, you know, the big leaf and a oh, big insect. Okay, let's come and help. Oh, okay, come and help. Pull out that, that, that food to, you know, to, to their colonies. They prepare. Preparedness. I tell you what, in your line of work, every one of you will have a moment of presentation, uh, meetings, uh, interview, and conference, and uh, you know, meet of suppliers and uh, customer, you know, uh, service, uh, shop decoration, retail, wholesales. All of that need preparation. But a lot of people come to God present without preparation. In the Old Testament, you'll be strike dead. Because in the Old Testament, in before enter the Holy of Holy, you need to go to the outer court, cleansing yourself, prepare, examine your soul, and come in, bring the sacrifices, animal. And the God system in the Old Testament is beautiful. If you a bit have a bit more, more uh, wealth, you can bring you know, a calf, a goat, uh, if, it, if it's poorer, you can bring a dove, a, a, a pigeon. Even the dirt poor, very poor, bring just um, you know, a pinch of flour. But you have to bring something. That's called sacrifice. Worshipping the Lord and to follow Him requires sacrifice. Sacrifice of our own you know, time, our own comfort, our convenience, all of that. Now, Jesus Christ is already, already the ultimate sacrifice. We do not need to bring any animal sacrifice anymore. We don't need to whip our back and slap our face because we sin, because he forgives us already. But what we need to do is that we prepare in order to enter his presence. That's our response. That's a way we worship the Lord. Some of you are very good that you come to Sunday worship. You prepare Saturday. I still remember my pastor here. That always told me that most people do have not have a problem with worshiping God on Sunday, but they do have a problem on Saturday. Repentance. You party until midnight or 2 a.m., how can you wake up about 8 or 6? It's just simple logic. Most people do not have problem with Sunday. They have problem with Saturday. Oh, little slip, oh, little stumble, little folding hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and want like an armed man. 
which means that then people get lazy and lazier. Poverty will come like a robber, which means that it's out of nowhere. It's like, it's like from the inside. Somebody just you know, snatch your purse and rob and run, and you, you, you're so sudden. So the idea is suddenly people who are lazy find themselves in poverty. And it's like an armed man, meaning like by the time, this stage, you have no choice. Somebody put at you at the gunpoint. You're in poverty by seas. You're being seized and getting poorer and poorer and poverty. It's like you're in jail. You're being seized. So those who are lazy, poverty comes like out of nowhere and they suffocate their throat and just hang them. There's no way out. So it's a wake-up call for God's people. That's why you go to the ends and learns. I have an object lesson there for you. And true enough, um, I'm speaking here from the country uh, that is being torn by three big wars. Vietnam uh, is a um, thousand years with China, uh, 300 years with France, right? Uh, is it three? Only 100, my historian way. 100 years. I always add things a bit more, right? So <laughs> to make it uh, hyperbolic. So. <coughs> Uh, 100 years with the France, uh, with French, and uh, you know, uh, what, 30, 40 years? 30, 40 years, 20 only. 20 years with the American, right? Uh, between that, one year with Japan, right? Um, no, no, uh, no hurting uh, Simon here. But Japan's, uh, <laughs> Japan's uh, is the worst. Uh, <laughs> the worst in a sense, in a sense. Within one year, they burned the rice uh, storage in north of Vietnam and the uh, whole people starving and crawl on the highway to the south because the, house, ha the south is Mekong Basin and rice is everywhere. So that year, you know, that told time. Yeah. Um, so uh, Simon came here for reconciliation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we love you. We love you. Um, so, um, poverty, I mean, after the aftermath of the war was, um, you know, was, was terrible and then people have to leave the country and ran and they call it boat people and they ran to different parts of the world and because the aftermath of the war, uh, my dad <laughs> decided to stay and, uh, even though he has the American uh, passport, but he forfeited and he locked my mom on the, 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 the house and he wanted to stay because he said that I want to see the country change. I'm an educator, so I'm here to continue to teach. And so he suffered to the very dark time, dark, darkest hour. And he find every creative way to uh, feed the family. Some of you say, why my size at the VM is big? Because he went to the so-called black market on the street, uh, I mean, uh, a, a flea market. Uh, so um, he picked up all the American uh, GI camp milk, you know, the GI milk, the milk powder. Because it's in English, so people can don't read it. And they throw as dust for pigs. And so he bought it very cheap price. And he brought home, so I'm going to go around with the GI <laughs> milk powder. GI milk powder. Also, for my generation, now a bit big. But for this generation, they're bigger. Uh, because they have dairy product already. So, um, so uh, we, uh, we I, as I look back, I just share, I think, with the, um, the brave heart. Uh, as I look back, there's not a moment in my life that I was bitter about the war, the people who caused the war, the government, the authority. Because my dad somewhat... Can help me to say, you know, he enjoy, uh, help me to enjoy every month by the railroad, no electricity, gasoline, not gasoline, kerosene, oil, a lamp, oil lamp, and you know, flickering, and the house we bought is haunted house because no, we, somebody was murdered there, and so the neighbor don't want to make friends with us because we are ghosts, uh, we are friends ghosts, and so uh, and we look back that we can sometimes just eat rice with soya sauce and fish sauce. And, 
and and we never felt poor. It's an attitude. It's an attitude because my my dad worked hard. My mom uh, went to sell you know bicycle. Uh, by the way, bicycle back then is like a car. Just in case you know, because all the car they dump on the street, no gasoline, no petrol, because energy crisis. I mean, sanction, right? The embargo. So no electricity, uh, no electricity, no uh, no energy, energy crisis. So uh, those who can afford bicycle is like you know a port Ferrari, right? A very nice one. Uh, and um, but I look back, I never felt poor. I never felt uh, inferior. I never felt that you know somebody did. I'm, I'm, I don't have a victim mentality. And even though that we went through tough times, and my mom worked hard, and you know we slowly came out of poverty. And the Bible is clear here: the diligent hands that bring you know uh, abundance, and the 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 lazy hand that cause poverty. And so the sluggard has the certain trait: laziness, sleepiness, slothfulness. And then the poverty will come suddenly out of nowhere. The same in the neighborhood that do, that that those who don't don't really I mean for them I look back they'll be lazy because they expect the both people their relative came to America and sent the money. They're waiting for remittance. Mm, that's the term, right? So they're waiting for the, the somebody to send the money back because they thought that everybody go to America that going to have a better job. But in fact, they don't. In fact, they didn't. Some work in the factory, some go to nails, uh, shop, spa, some have no job at all and take you know, the welfare of the government and they still squeeze out that money and send home. And here in the, the neighbor, I know that they have full hand, full leg, they're still young, they don't work. They're waiting for the money to be sent from overseas. And um, the pain of um, those who oversee when they come visit during the Lunar New Year, the Tet. Uh, maybe a few years they visit, but after that they sometimes they share, I don't want to visit my relative back in the countryside because they expect money. So I'd rather just go on holiday because sometimes I work hard over there and I come back to see, what are you doing? Yeah, Deutsche Faniente. <laughs> I do nothing. I know there might be a problem in Southeast Asian country, even among enormous. You got being guilt tripped by your family back home that you work here as an expat and you are richer than them and you must send something home. Now, if they have a, in a medical critical condition, yes, you help them. But that's always um, one off or could be the bill of uh, helping them to go to graduation and college and you know, that's four year commitment. We talk about pledge. If you if you vow that you pledge that, but in case I during the pan pandemic, I I help someone say I already have the pledge to help this this, cut it off back please because you're gonna die here. You have no job. You you cut job and then your your rent and all of that. So help them to realize that they can be out of a deal even it's it's you know it's a pledge it's a vow. But I, I tell you some of you that do not really enjoy you know God present in this city because. You're being leeched. It's back home. They have full hand and they don't work. In many cases, I counsel. Because you don't be able to live, you know, what God's call for you here. Because you sent home what they demand. And in some cases, like, yo, yeah, pastor, I found my brother, my sister a job. And they work for six months. They cannot work. They one year cannot work. I say, what happened? I don't know. But they cannot seem work, so they just have to wait for me. Well, you, you put them in jail, they will work. No, I'm sorry to be cruel, <laughs> but that's true. Tell them you're in jail, you work every day. After one year, you're out of jail. They will work hard. See, human psychology, human nature. They always need a ruler, always need a manager, always need a pusher, a puller. Go to the end and learn. There's no cheat, there's no... Ruler, there's no officer, there's just work. Because that's what's how they design, they're content to be in the land. They prepare food in summer. Where every playing for summer break. 
I mean, so it's a good habit for students to work in the summer break. It's good to learn, to have, you know, skill, life. I'm not saying that you have to, you know, kill yourself, you know, have to work 24-7. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that, you know, those people out there, they say that, you know, I'm poor, I'm poverty because um, you should check. You have to help them to check. Is that you working the job? And then there's a tendency because I'm doing mentoring for a student. They have a tendency, uh, what are you going to do for, you know, after graduation? Yeah, I find something easy. Uh, so that uh, something, find easy job, but pay a lot. Well, you can go to Mars. <laughs> you work hard there. Even go to Mars, it costs a lot. Um, but, you know, seriously, this day, I'm not talking about, I'm not aiming for Gen Z, even the boomers, a generation of Gen X. Uh, some people is always, you know, want to work smart, and they buy into the work smart, don't work hard. Now, if what you mean smart mean the strategic way and, you know, being a very systematic, yo, yes. But work, work smart doesn't mean that you're being lazy. However, it's very strange. We'll get, um, you know, advertising. They say, okay, I will hire the lazy people. You heard that, right? You say, why? Because they always find a shortcut. So they do uh, unconventional thinking to get the job done. Now, let alone, not, not put a legal framework and then the moralistic framework there. But, uh, I mean, those people do shortcut, most likely shortcut that involves some, you know, illegitimate, illegal route uh, or immoral route. Shortcut. I'm not saying that be creative. Creative is good. But creative has to be uh, with integrity, with uh, biblical uh, you know, integrity with 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 um, with goodness, with all the the, the, the the truth, right, of God that give us creativity is good, but not shortcut. Are you still with me? I think the last one I just want you um, just kind of um, reflect because the book of Proverbs needs uh, time and space for reflection. So thirty-five minutes, forty minutes, I I cannot finish everything. Because you just go home and read slowly the word of God. It will jump through right to your situation, your circumstances. If you are a procrastinator, go and read again. Watch a documentary about ants. If you are idleness and you feel that you cannot rest, learn to rest. Or at least, yeah, yeah, at least that you know that there's a moment of solitude. You need to learn that. Uh, if you are really, you know that you are lazy. Uh, then just repent and learn from the ants. Learn from the word of God. So um, I don't know uh, what category you are in, or sometimes a bit of both, a bit of three, right? Uh, laziness, procrastination, idleness. Just talk to the Lord in, you know, in the most honest way and see um, if the Lord wants you to take action. Because I tell you, procrastinator will delay this message until next year. This is the hyperbolic statement, okay? Um, the laziest people say, ah, this is not for me. The idleness uh, in the category will say, I will Deutsche Faniente a little bit until I do it. Yeah. All right, just take some minutes to reflect.
Lord Jesus, you are the best model of working, fulfilling the Father's call in your life on earth. From the day of birth, you were born in a manger, not in a palace, not in a royal family, although that you are the royal son of the most high God. And yet you're living as a carpenter. You do the hard work of being carpentries and careful precision. You proud, you take integrity in those jobs that you've done as the sons of Joseph, carpenter. And yet you never forgot about to be about the father business. That's God. That you came to the temple and they wonder, what are you doing here? They say, I'm out my father business. Even the parents, earthly parents, will not understand you at that time. Did not understand you. And yet you live your life with compassion. You heal the sick and you have compassion on the downtrodden, the sick and the weak, the, 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 the disease and the outcasts in that society. You heal them. Some of them came to give you thanks. Others just go on their business, on their life. You heal the ten lepers. Nine of them show to the priest, give thanks, jumping, went home, maybe carry on with their life. Well, only one came back and give you thanks. And they give completely wholeness to that one. You know that the most painful time will be the time of betrayal, see betrayal of your very dear friend, disciple, and people that you came to die for. And yet you did not procrastinate. You did not feel like this is not my job, maybe I just go back to heaven. I'm supposed to be the king. And yet you went on the cross without delay. You were crucified according to the prophecy and you rose again. God the Father raised you again from the empty tomb, the evidence of the tomb that you felt hope and the hope will prolong. The hope will sustain us that even in a moment of darkest hour we have hope. For some of us maybe going through the time of testing of faith, not having a job, or the job not, does not bring satisfaction in terms of being content, or whatever the struggle that we have at the job. May that each of us that know that you are the God that provide, and you always provide with diligent hands, the hands that work, and the hand that learn to rest, to be secure in you and not to secure in our own making. The one that will learn how to be in solitude, quiet time with you, a morning wake up of thanksgiving, a noon of praises and worship, a dinner, a supper with a close of an eye and thankful for the bed that we can put our head in. We don't need to know to be panicking about our being idle. Help us to overcome this sin that easily entangles. The sin of slothfulness. The foolishness of thinking delaying something will gain a reward. Help us to be the people of God that obey you as soon as we hear your voice, your, your word. Let's be a people of God that always walk in obedience, in waiting, in restfulness, in solitude, and in diligence that working Monday to Friday, some need to work Saturday, but to set aside Sunday as completely rest 
and that all the rest that we have begin in our soul, the mind, the will, emotion, and the spirit. Our body will learn to rest and follow. We thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you for this moment that we enjoy every second. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening. We pray that you and your family are encouraged by this message. Join us next time and do click the follow button on our profile page to stay up to date with the latest message. God bless you.